Hey everyone, it's Jeff. Don't forget, we've got upcoming seminars with the first one being in Pearson, Florida next month, November 4th and 5th. You can go to Jeff Gelman Seminars, Jeff Gelman Seminars for the full schedule. Good evening, everyone. Hello, Joelle. Hey. How are you? I haven't seen you much today at all. Running around. A very busy day. That's good. You did a great job getting that course up. We'll talk about that later mm. today because it's uh, should be proud of that hard work. That Fucking hustled. Yeah. Hustling out there. Good evening, everyone. My name is Jeff Kelman of Solid Canine Training. And this is the wonderful Joelle. She's Hi. more than just eye candy. She's a smarty pants and a damn good trainer and a lovely person. And uh, we've got a little show here. It's the What Would Jeff Do show. And uh, you'll type in a question. Joel will read it. And uh, I'll try to answer it. Uh, if not, Joel's always got the finger on the trigger, ready to go. Just give her permission. She'll jump mm-hmm. right in. Sure. Uh, I go on rants. She goes on rants. And uh, we, we, we make things simple here. We make, we make it simple. And I think uh, I talk about that. It's, it's, this dog training industry has made it too complicated for owners. Definitely. And uh, the testimonial that you put up, which is not the full testimonial um, uh, uh, from the two schnauzers, the go-home session, it's like a really long testimonial. And one of the things that they talk about is how simple we make it and what wonderful teachers of humans we are. It's interesting because I feel like – and I feel like this is why, like, the haters are like, you guys pay people to – do your testimonials. It's because they all sound very similar. If you go and look through any of our testimonials, it's always you guys empowered me. Mm. You gave me the confidence. I feel so much better about things. It's like, yeah, because that's what we do. You know, if you really, we're, fucking, we're damn good at human coaching. If, if you really think about it, they paid us because these are board and train clients. Right. Yeah. So if anything, it's like they yeah. paid us. Mm-hmm. And so it's the opposite, actually. Yeah, we actually, you know, they pay, they paid out, they paid us. Seminar people, they pay us. Yeah, uh, people that um, uh, uh, get free content from us, well, they just they're just saying nice things because it helped them. And then people that buy courses, again, they paid us. So um, it's actually quite the opposite. There's a there's a lot of misinformation and lies. In fact, I put the um, uh, we get trolls. Um, and I put that one troll comment up there today on on uh, Instagram stories. Mm. Still abusing dogs, guys? We'll wait to hear back from you. It's like, yeah, I think I'm going to give you an email back, say I'm still doing that. It's like, no, we're still helping dogs um, a lot, a real lot, where nobody else can. And on that note, what I do is I don't sugarcoat things. I give everybody an answer that will get them on the right path, if not totally, you know, complete their mission i use words like punishment because that's what it is because everyone asks me how to stop an unwanted behavior and you need to understand how to apply a punisher which is nobody's talking about the facts the facts are the facts are the facts these are facts you need to apply a punisher to instill an inhibitor to stop an unwanted behavior that is a factual comment it's not an opinion it's not my opinion it is an, it's a fact. So the, the conversation out there that you don't have to do that and you should never do it and it destroys a relationship, blah, 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 blah. I've done so many, you know, podcasts on that stuff. It's just a lie. And then as far as e-cowers, you know, again, I call them shock cowers, e-cowers. Um, I, you know, people are, oh, they're not shock cowers. Well, I just, it doesn't really matter. Use, use call it a tickle cower if you want to, you know, call it anything you want. Call it a freedom cower. Everyone's got a name for things. It's like, just call it what it is. But what it boils down to, you still have to know dog training. And nobody's talking about that. Nobody talks about people that don't use tools but don't know how to train dogs. And people that do use tools but don't know how to train dogs. Nobody talks about that. So, um, and what's great about 2023 and 10 years prior minimum is the technology is out there that you can easily put your results online for free. Mm -hmm. Show, Show your work. It's not that hard. We do every day. We show what we're doing every day. And you got to know what you're doing or else um, uh, uh, you're not going to get a trained dog. So you can ask your questions about anything dog related, not medical. We don't do medical stuff and medical people shouldn't be doing training stuff. 
Um, and Joel will read the question. I'll answer it. And um, a lot of people try to help out people in the show and answer the questions, but we, we please don't do that. People are on the show and they're asking, they're asking us. Um, sorry about that. Didn't prepare your, your little workstation there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Joel, what do we got? All right. Let's see. I have my computer yelling at me that I haven't backed it up in 29 days, so I should probably do that. Mm. Mm, Allison says, hey, happy Monday on Rumble. It is Monday, and happy day to you. Thank you, Rumble. We are streaming live on Rumble. We are streaming live on Instagram. We are on Facebook. We are on YouTube, and we are on, oh, gosh, 20 or so podcast platforms. So welcome, everybody. If you're listening to the replay, thank you so much. Please like the show, share the show, join our channels, join our social media, share our social media. That's how we grow. That is how we grow and that's how we get the word out and is the proof is in the pudding because people are getting incredible results from our free information, let alone our online courses, which are game changing. And you don't need to actually hire a dog trainer for a lot of issues. Mm. And we, I also do online consults, which are very powerful. You can actually train your dog just by doing consults and courses. Believe, believe it or not, do it all the time. Next. Uh, DB Legacy says, hey. Hey, DB. Hello, hello. Awesome Aussie says, hello, everyone. Hey, how are you? Uh, Snuggle Buns. Hey, everyone. Hope you're all having a great day. Oh, yeah. Fantastic day. Got a lot done. Today was literally, I cannot wait for my head to hit the pillow tonight. That is all I have to say. There'll be some hidden pillows tonight. Joyful Dog Services. Hey, guys. Excited for therapy. There you go. Thanksgiving day here. Oh, Canadian Thanksgiving. Yeah, that's right. It's today. Happy Thanksgiving. What's today? The 8th? 9th? Thanksgiving in Canada. The 9th. Hmm. J. Drink Walter. Happy Canada Thanksgiving. Nice. Brittany says happy Monday. Hey, Brittany. Hey, Brittany. How are you? Joyful Dog. Had a tough session. Kept me up most of the night last night. Coton mix. Coton. Okay. I don't know how to say it. Uh, Leash reactive with serious intent. Nothing worked. Until a simple hard leash pop. The dog screamed and acted like it was dying. Session was almost two hours. It didn't react the rest of the time. Then pouted and cowered in its bed. Didn't react to the doorbell or anything after the walk either. And the family was so distraught. I saw a calm dog, not aroused. They admitted to spoiling, flexi lead, picking up, etc. Never been corrected. Mm-hmm. Apparently all evening he didn't move. The next morning back to normal. It's eating me. I'm worried I missed a step or went too fast. Need equipment change, but that was what they wanted. So they said. Well, it's not about what they want a well-behaved dog. And that's where that's where the input from the owner. I mean, you still get input from the owner about the behavior. But what's your issue? And do you want it better? Do you want it better? But the leash pop is usually the first thing. That's usually that or a bonker. You know, but a leash pop is good. But did you miss a step? You again, you might be working with the wrong client from the way you described it. Pouting. I've never seen a dog pout before. You know, I haven't seen a dog pout. Was it calm? Yeah, it sounds like it. And the, the, they were the owners were distraught or, or something like that. But it's just like, again, like your dog is fine. And if you're going to baby the dog, you have to stop babying the dog until you've rehabbed it and you've proofed it and you can turn the babying off and be, you know, a yeah, proper a proper owner is usually when you're working with hard reactivity it's yeah. usually not pretty yeah it's not pretty at all but it's like and the oh, dog usually is confused yeah owners have to realize it's like you've been doing a lot wrong like you've been doing a lot wrong and i'm here to help you and coach you and teach you how to do it right i feel like that's why pre-screening clients is so important because interestingly enough none of our clients ever act that way yeah like theo and bo's owners literally watched chaos to control yeah they watched the e-collar course they watched them get a lot of corrections and they're like makes sense yep it's so it's so funny because there's a conversation out there it's so they're like geez do the like if only the like owners knew what you were doing i'm like owners owners know put 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 it this way owners know more than what we do than the public knows what more than what we do because we can't show everything yeah. because we'll be banned. And it's not because we're harming a dog or abusing a dog, but we live in a snowflake society. It's like we couldn't even put a Trump bumper sticker on the freaking dog or the video will get banned. So imagine that. Now try to correct that dog without the bumper sticker on it. All right. 
put it with a bumper sticker on it, you'll be demonetized because we live in a snowflake society with a bunch of freaking pussies out there that can't take a freaking, they can't take a correction. They can't take the truth. They can't handle the truth. Thank you, Jack. So next. Let's see. Allison said, just laid my dog to rest unexpectedly on oh, Friday. That, oh, uh, oh, that led me to find you guys about eight years ago. So damn sad. Uh, Congestive heart failure signs started mm. popping up. I knew it was her time. She had a great life thanks to you guys. Well, no, thanks to your, thanks well, to th you, number Allison. one, I'm so, sorry. I'm so sorry. The death of a dog sucks, whether it's sudden or, 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 or pl planned, meaning like you, you, your, your, your dog is old and you're going to, you know, you put your dog down, um, you, you, you know, by choice because it's in such pain and misery or, or whatever. So, um, but that's great that you found us eight years ago and you gave your dog a great life just with our, with our content. Um, that's really wonderful. Um, and, uh, kudos to you for doing the hard work and that's what people have to do. They just have to do the work. So the answer, see the answers are there. You just have to do the work. You just have to do the work. Next. Shay says, how do you stop a dog from whining? She will double down with low-level sim, but often with her head down, she continues to whine. Bonk may be too extreme for this, but maybe not, likely overthinking. You're overthinking. Bonk is not extreme at all. For, for, for Believe it or not, for whining, there's not much that is over. Now, now you when you're using the e-collar, you've got to fit. You, it's called going fishing. You've got to navigate it. But the, but the bonk... It's a cotton towel. You, people have to realize that whining is harder to stop than biting with some dogs. Mm -hmm. Whining can be very difficult. So, so we, have to, we have to put things on a, a difficulty scale. So, oh, biting is bad. Agreed, 1,000%. But I can't tell you how many dogs that I've easily stopped from being aggressive and how many dogs that we're challenging to stop from whining. So it's not about necessarily like which is more dangerous, but whining though is actually dangerous to a dog's mind, to your peace of mind, to, you know, happiness in the home. I mean, a whining dog is a pain in the ass. We all know that. Nobody wants a whining dog. So there's not much that I can think of that's too extreme to stop it as long as you know what you're doing. Next. Um, Apex Canine said, everyone wants to talk about corrections and punishment. Realistically, corrections are over in a second. Nobody talks about the countless hours we spend proofing. Mm -hmm. well, it, well, ironically, they want to talk about it, but in a bad way, Apex. So you're right, they do. But they don't. that's because people don't understand anything about it. That's because they don't understand anything about it. They don't understand actually what punishment means because they come up with the worst thing in the world, but they don't understand what it actually means. Because if they, if they understood what it meant, they would know that that's how you actually stop a behavior. And it's funny because usually in the course of an 86,400 second day, let me repeat that, 86,400 second day, the average dog that's really badly behaved probably gets less than 20 seconds of punishment in one to two second intervals. And this is with you working the dog, like actively working the dog, mm -hmm. you know? So it's, nobody talks about the hundreds of hours of proofing that you're doing with these dogs and the amount of reps you have to do and the amount of reward-based training that you do. How do you think you get a dog to actually do things on command? You do it with hundreds of hours of training. Next. Shay said, thanks. Yep, she has some issues with whining for sure. We'll try bonking for this. Yeah, bonking. Just make it's sure actually good. For, I feel like sometimes that's the one thing that does work. Yeah. It's a de-arouser. Yep. Yep. It's one, that's, that's my first go-to. Next. Oh my gosh, look, Stephanie's on here, Theo and Bo's owner. Oh, nice. Just enjoying our walks now and receiving comments on our two well-behaved dogs. Two dogs who were absolutely crazy a few weeks ago and cannot even be walked together. Yep. Love it. And when we say now walk together, it's not because they were strong. These are <laughs> these are eleven pound dogs. They because they were out of control mm -hmm. to the point of it like being dangerous for everybody. And not in this, frankly, not enjoyable. Not not enjoyable at all. So loud. Just yeah. like ear piercingly loud. Yeah, they did great. The go home session so was great. For you. 
The food was great. I love all the updates. Yep. Love it. Yep. And speaking of, we put the whole entire go home into a course. It's called Consider the Human, right? Because everybody talks about, oh, the dog, the dog, the dog. Right. We're like, well, what about the human? What about the human that's been living that's a most suck, important part of this sucky life? Here. Right. The most important part of the dog's success is the humans. So we recorded the entire go home session. It's like almost four hours of content. And uh, you see exactly how we transfer all the knowledge to the owners. Yeah. You see the mistakes. Yep. You see the corrections. You see yep. a little bit of confusion. But by the end, we're literally at a cafe drinking coffee, not worrying about the dogs at all. So yep. it's pretty cool. It's called Consider the Human. It's officially, it was supposed to be launched tomorrow, but I doubled the fuck down today. It's done. It's out. It's in there. Well, if you guys bought the course, you have access already. You're not being transparent, Joel. You just wanted to stay at Mama G's longer. Yeah, I literally. That's what it was. Worked my ass off all day. I was hustling editing those videos. You wanted it. You just wanted to spend time at the bakery. So you all got it an extra day early. <laughs> Pre-sale pricing is ending though yeah. after tomorrow. Yeah. So check it out if you're a trainer or even if you're an owner who just feels like you need to work your dog better or maybe yeah. didn't get the training from your trainer that you yeah. wish you had gotten. We can coach you but just keep, through this course. Keep in mind, these are dogs that are, have training on them, though. Yeah. That's what's really important. Mm -hmm. The dogs have got training on them. They know exactly what to do. Next. Correct. Joyful Dog Services says, I used a big husky to test, lunged at his neck. This dog is like 12 pounds with no fear. It was not fear. Total bratty jerk, but then pulled at their heartstrings, and I felt like an asshole. Pulled at whose heartstrings? The owner's? Yeah. So they own a they own a twelve pound dog that's lunging at dogs' necks. Well, guess what? A Caton de Tulier. Oh, it's like a fluffy white fluffy dog. Yes. So guess what? This dog is going to end up getting killed by another dog. Now, how's the heartstrings going? Which so which choice do they want to make? See, this is the thing that I this is the this is the confusion that I'm having. I know the answer, but let me just throw it out there. Why would you not want to take your dog to as many places as possible so you can enjoy your life with your dog? Life is short. A dog's life is short. The amount of time we spend with our dogs is short. So why don't you want to make that enjoyable in a quick, efficient way? Like Joelle was at the cafe for three hours today with her dog, both inside and outside, just lying down, quiet for three hours. Dog was doing nothing, literally Nobody knew the dog was there. And he's a huge German Shepherd. Just lying down. That's it. As he's supposed to do. Like, this is what dogs are supposed to do. Lie down and be quiet when you're out and about. I, I'm just, I'm, I'm baffled by the, the limitations that people have put on their lives and the limitations and the low expectations that people have of their dogs. And they meet one need, their emotional need at home. And that is the biggest thing. If you surveyed a thousand people, the number one activity people probably did with their dog is probably snuggle. And I'm not against snuggling with your dog, but it's like, really? Because for me, doing activities is the number one thing that I do with my dog. Obviously, Tex and Wes lie around and hang out, but I'm not doing stuff with them. They're with us, but I'm not actually like, there's hanging out. Mm -hmm. But as far as like activities, it's doing something, whether that's like going to a cafe and they're lying down, playing chuck it, swimming, going for a walk. Yeah. But those are activities. And in order to do those activities, they need to be well-behaved and well-trained. Next. Cheryl said, hey, dog peeps. Hey, Cheryl. Hey, Cheryl. GB Bucks. Lovely, lovely dog ran away from the owner today. Almost got hit by two cars. The dog ran to the two dogs I've been training, and we caught the dog. That's good. I was able to chat with the person about e-collars. I was so proud of my two, thanks to you guys. They were not that way before. Good. Good. Yeah, that's scary. Glad you caught the dog. Glad Damn. you caught the dog. Mm -hmm. And next time, also, GB Bucks, talk to them about just what I always suggest trainers do. I have no problem talking, you know, you know, talking e-collar, but just talk about training. Like people don't understand that dogs need to be trained. I think that 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 slips a lot of people's minds. Like today, we had our um, Joelle's been letting uh, our chickens free roam the yard. Um, 
So they just walk all over our, you know, our, and our, and our, it's a fenced in yard. So they're walking around all over the yard. You know, we live, we live in a community here, but we're allowed to have chickens mm. and they walk all over the yard and the dogs are just out there with them. Our dogs are out there with them. I and, feel safe for having our dogs out there with them. And I'm like, critters aren't gonna and I'm like, Joel, do me a favor. Just start filming this. Our dogs like, because uh, our dogs have got incredible prey drive. They have no problem killing animals like squirrels, cats, mm-hmm. um, and then name all the other like, you know, underground animals that are out there. And, you know, chickens, they would go after until they were actually trained not to. And it didn't take long because it can't take long. If you have chickens and you have dogs, if you have livestock and you have dogs, if you've got cats and you have dogs, you need to stop the potential death or injury of those animals in a very quick way. Yeah. Like, I mean, like, <laughs> like, how long you like in a really quick, efficient way. Yeah. And whether it's harsh or not is not the point. The proof is in the pudding. Our dogs were walking around, not giving a shit, looking at or they don't caring. Even, they don't even look at the chickens. Our chickens. Mm-mm. They don't care. They just don't yeah. care. Our black chicken like came over to Wes, like she was like gonna get him. Yeah, they'll pack up. Like, yeah, they'll, they'll and, the, and, the, and the dogs will sniff the chickens, mm-hmm. you know, and the, and the chickens will peck at the dogs at their fur. Yeah, it's just like, you know, I, I'm just baff- I'm baffled by people's thinking that there are there's, there's situations that have to be swift and firm in order to stop a behavior. I mean, that's not that outlandish. Next. No. Um, <sighs> Stephanie said, to those that complimented, I quickly recommended you all. Theo and Bo were in double downs watching their dogs lunge and pull at the end of their leash. Incredible. That's awesome. Film that shit, Steph. Whip yeah. out the camera, man. Yeah. What a transformation. You know what? If you send us videos and stuff, we'll just keep, we'll, we'll add that to the course. Yeah. We'll add that to the go home. People would love to yeah, see. Yeah, we'll add that to the go home. Yeah. Because it's important. You know, it's, it's, I mean, when you hear Stephanie's story, it's pretty damn incredible. It's really incredible. So I'm proud of the whole staff. I'm proud of them. Proud of their, I'm proud of their family. Plus, damn, those fucking cakes or pies, whatever they were. Oh, yeah, pumpkin one is wicked good. But it's not a pumpkin pie. It's like a, a they're, uh, no, how would you describe them? Pumpkin peanut butter. They were like little mini like cakes. Cakes. More of a cake than a pie. Yeah, more of a cake than a pie, but pie-shaped. Yeah. Yeah. But boy, were they was those were good. She had a charcuterie board laid out for us. Mm-hmm. Think about that. So we brought the dogs back to their place right outside of Orlando by, by Orlando. So they haven't seen their owners for four weeks. We walked in the house, put the dogs in place, sat down for almost an hour, yeah. eating, talking. That was like the start of the go home. You think the dogs would be going crazy, happy to see them? Well, they did a little, but they got corrected for it. Yeah. They got corrected for jumping on them. Yeah. Like, cut the shit. Yeah. But then they, they just like, Go okay, that's down. it. We yeah. got to, we got to talk now. We got all the bullshit out of the way within the first two minutes yep. of the video. Yep. Yes. Done. Over with. Yep. Um, Joyful dog said, went to his bed and then they said, oh, you good buddy. The dog literally huffed out loud, turned around like a damn child. I've never seen it. I felt like an asshole. Why would you feel like an asshole? That's what the dog's supposed to do. Why are you letting this dog manipulate you? Mm. You, do, you you did the job. Good. I'm glad it went to its bed and huffed. Probably a sense of freaking relief of stress. Why, well, Joyful, Jesse, why would you feel like an asshole? You really... Well, seriously, I mean, it's like, you got the job done. You got the job done. Now it's up to them. You know, Next. This comment here is completely wrong. So that needs to be. Okay. Jeannie says, I'm very much enjoying Green to Graduate too. Is Griffin doing well? Yeah, he's doing great, actually. His owners just sent us a picture the other day of him, like, sitting pretty, like, being all cute. Um, But, yeah, he's doing good. He's huge now, too. He's, like, doubled in size. So, Rainy, do me a favor. Don't answer other people's questions. That's our job. This is our show. I've never seen you on the show before, so maybe you're not quite sure what the rules are. Um, and then also, your your comment is actually 100% wrong as well. All right? You're, 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 it's 100% wrong. 
All right. So out of courtesy, I won't ban you from the show because you didn't know the rules. But this is our show. We we answer and we answer with with correct information, not false information. All right. But thanks for being here. Next. Joyful dog said, maybe wrong client, but I guess let's see. I told them I wanted to fix that and then work on the inside obedience, which is limited. Hopefully they remember the goal and plan. Yep. Yep. Just always remember them. Refresh their memory. Why they hired you. Why they called you in the first place. Always refresh their memory. Yep. Yep. Bree says, do you have any, do you have many videos or experiences with reactive dachshunds? Yeah. Oh, God, yeah. We've, we've, we've we've experienced with every breed of dog. Not just reactive, like aggressive, aggressive. We worked with some really nasty dachshunds before. Yep. Um, yep. I mean, 20 years, 10,000 dogs. Like there's not a behavior out there I haven't seen. Yeah. Next. And, and another thing, it doesn't make a difference if what breed of dog it is. It's just no, FYI. I was going to say we treat yeah. it like any other. Yeah, aggression. FYI. It just, there's, no, there's no dachshund training. There's no beagle training. There's dog training. Do you remember Prince, though? Mm-hmm. <laughs> he was so nasty, yep. especially for nail cutting. Yep. We had to, like, hold him, yep. have him all muzzled. He was the craziest little yep. thing, but yep. he did great by Yeah, him. they squirmed, too. GB box, good point. It's not just about pushing a button. Great reminder. Yeah, it's always. I just, I just love to always. Whenever anybody compliments me about the dogs, I always say thank you, but I also say training, just like training. Like you, your dog could do this stuff too. Training, good training, which is harder and harder to find out there now. I'm seeing a lot of people from um, folks that they're really trying to, they're trying to like walk this line of like almost force-free and, rem- and, and, and remote cower training or force-free and punishment. And it's just like, you're watering down the facts. You're just watering down the facts. Mm. It's like, what, you don't want people to not like you? It's like, if they can't handle the truth, they can't handle the truth. But don't water it down just because you, you're afraid of getting community you know, um, pushback mm-hmm. because you're being unethical. Right. You're being unethical. Sorry if somebody doesn't like you know, the message. It's so weird because I'd so much rather attract aligned clients anyway. Because who the fuck wants to work with people right. that like what you have to lie to? Like that's weird. To right. Me. I forgot what 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 podcast this was on, but it was somebody, you know, it was it was, it was one of the conservative podcasters, and they were doing a public, you know, they do it, you know, different forums and stuff. And someone was like, "What do you have to say to people that find your comments offend offensive?" And and they responded, "Be offended." Yeah. It's like, oh, well, be offended. You don't have to watch like, the like, show. Like, if I, no, not not our show. This was in a live thing, but it's like, oh. they just, they just, it's like, if, if somebody is offended by what you said, but you're, it's not like you are, you're attacking anybody, you're just stating facts. It's like, well, then be offended then. Yeah. Sorry. You can't control everyone's emotions. Yeah, be offended. Um, Joyful Dog said, I see why you like big dogs, Joelle, with you. The little ones can actually be damn tough. Well, I just like big dogs because they just fit my life. Hey, listen, like, like, although I really did, like, Theo and Bo, yeah, they were like tenacious. There has been little schnauzers, I'm like, they could keep up with my life. There, there has been a I can see them doing what I do. There has been a lot of smaller dogs that you've been liking lately, actually. Yeah, yeah. I like the hardier breeds. Yeah, I couldn't have like a a chihuahua or something yeah. like no yeah. or a dachshund yeah could probably couldn't have a dachshund yeah. like you can't swim and you can't hike a mountain like yeah but there's a lot of small dogs that can they can keep up with a lot of physical activity yeah yeah like but, the old boat probably could but it's like swimming in the ocean with big waves right it's like not really it, realistic. It, it helps to have a bigger dog yeah next Marianne, my dog is e-collar trained and off-leash when we are walking at the park, which is fenced. I allow my dogs at times to chase a squirrel only when I say mm-hmm. yes or she's in a break command. She does come when called if I tell her to. Good. And then she'll leave it, although she is constantly looking at it. Do you think there's anything wrong with that, or should I just stop letting her chase? Well, if you want to let her chase, you gotta watch, you got to watch out for that fixation. You've got to watch out for that fixation. So if you – because now mentally they're still – want to chase the dog so you can you're you're halfway there more than halfway there now i would just take the mental fixation um away as well so he said deb you've got a definite you know on and off switch a definite on and off switch next avi said hi all i had to drive to maryland and back today yikes wow that's far yeah Especially if you got where was Avi? Oh, he's in New Jersey. Jersey, so it's not so bad. So you just you don't got to go through the city. Yeah, but still that whole ninety-five South route though, until you're past. Oh, geez. Yeah, past Baltimore, pretty much. It's just not fun. Yeah. Next. 
Frenchie mom said, Jeff, my seven-year-old Frenchie is pooping in the house and I'm so frustrated. Help. So, you know, with housebreaking, first, first crate train. And then if you've got a dog that, number one, if you've got to do just, just a couple of little things, make sure you monitor their food and water. Okay. Don't let them free feed, monitor the amount of water they have, monitor the amount of food they have. Then also take them on a, out on structured potty breaks, um, on a leash in the same location. Make sure that they they poop. You know, you can almost predict when your dog's going to poop at what time. It's like, yep, when they wake up, they always poop. And then maybe after breakfast, they poop a little bit later. But then it's like, if your dog is just free roaming the house, don't be surprised. Don't be surprised. So you're going to have to limit the amount of free um movement that your dog has right now and then be more structured on your on your potting next um sam davis said you might be thinking of candace owens that recently responded to get a helmet that's life it might have been part of her speech yeah but there was someone that was also said um there's two clips from that one from candace owens that are making the rounds but this might have been actually charlie kirk actually i'm not sure and it was just like it was the, the words were literally then then be offended yeah yeah GB Bucks, the big shift for me as a professional is the clarity. You guys have helped me hone that. I know now I can help more people. Yeah, that's what it's all about. That's what it's all about, too. Join our coaching that's starting the 15th. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Four weeks. Yep. We're getting, like, real deep into this yeah, stuff. Yeah, I'll talk to you tomorrow about it. We've got a council tomorrow. Sid, hi, J&J. Congrats on Bo and Theo. Owner must be absolutely thrilled. So happy for all of you. Yeah, we, 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 were, we had fun. It was a really fun go home. Yeah, the drive out there sucked. Great family. But but once we were there, ah. I feel like we always just have like, the fun. best clients. Again, this is why you pre-screen people. You but our our pre-screening starts with our social media. Yeah. I'm sure we turn off a ton oh, of people. A ton. But the people we attract are so like on the same yeah. wavelength. Yep. And we just have so much fun with our And clients. if they're not, it's like there's plenty of trainers out there. It's not gonna work. You know, we want we want we want we want success for the dogs. We'll be successful with them, but we want the owners to be successful with them. Next. Juicy says, hi, Jeff. Thank you so much for the introduction to the bonker. I have not had a biting incident with her since. Nice. And it's been three days. Thank you so much. Good for you. Look at that. Keep it up. I think that was like on our last show. Yeah. You were like, yeah, just bonk the dog for it. Yep. Go figure. And always say no before any punisher. Always remember that. Can't say that enough times. Next. Cheryl, hey, everyone, please give this podcast a like and a comment to help with visibility. Thank you. Oh, thanks, Cheryl. Mimi, my dog growls at people and dogs on the walk. I thought I stopped her growling, mm. but it's gotten worse for the last couple of weeks. I've been correcting pretty high on e-collar, but I guess it's not high enough for her because she keeps growling. Is it okay to go very high? Well, all depends. I don't know exactly what you're doing. We'd have to have a, you know, but but bottom line is you say, always say no first and then you correct. So no and correct. But you might, but... Believe it or not, the remote is not the ant is always the answer. Believe it or not, it could be something else. It could be it could be a squirt bottle. But then also, I would say, inside the house, inside the house, mm. is your dog taking you seriously? So what you do is you do a bunch of drills, non-negotiable drills inside the house. This is what works tremendously well. So imagine you were just doing like place recall down, down back to place, and your dog knew it proficiently. It was really good at that. And then if you started proofing it, like, you know, making kissy noises, bouncing balls, doing things that would, you know, knock on the door. And then if your dog broke command, you had really a lot of clarity. No, correct. No, correct. And then now all of a sudden your dog's like, holy shit, um, she's not messing around anymore. Then at the front door, so now then you walk out the front, go to the front door. What's your dog doing at the front door? It's um, all ramped up to go for a walk. That you can bonk. Not that we don't. We want dogs to have a nice walk, but we we don't want that energy walking out the front door. Then you go out the front door. The dog's scanning around, scanning. Boom! Right there. Correct that. Like there's all these things you can be doing before you actually go on the actual walk. Next. Joyful dog said, an asshole to the humans, not the dog. I was secretly proud of it. I can't kick what they think. I want to change their perspective on their relationship with their dog. You feel you feel like you're an asshole to the humans. I mean, were you polite? Right. I mean, I mean, yeah, yeah, but they were just upset. They were upset. So that so did that happen sometimes? If you're working with the wrong folks, it happens sometimes. Um, And I've got to answer the person who disagreed with me. I'll give her the courtesy to um, read her question or Mm -hmm. or response, please. Um, So I know, just in case, I just remember that. you 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 gotta you gotta remember that that sometimes folks want something, but
but they don't know how it's they're going to get there. That's why, again, you put out as much stuff as possible. Next. Um, Ronnie said, can I know why my comment is wrong? I'm sorry for answering. I had no clue of the rules. Oh, yeah, yeah. Go back. Go back. Why was your comment? What was your comment on that? That's what I meant to say is to read. Oh, you want me to read yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Read that. Because so I can... She said, Mimi, some dogs connect the e-collar with things which they see. If you give a correction while watching or barking at people, then the punishment is connected to the object. So the dog is connecting the object to bad things. Okay. So this is, so this is why it's wrong. Because number one, this because the advice that I gave out, I've been successful with it thousands and thousands and thousands of times. 20 years, 10,000 dogs. And I specialize in stopping unwanted behaviors. That is my specialty. And when you say no, which is a marker, so dog barks. So say, say the dog is barking at the UPS driver. No, correct. The dog doesn't then hate the UPS driver. The dog is not going to say UPS driver caused me discomfort. I said no, I corrected the dog. So you're using a marker. Dog stops the barking. Now, we can even go farther than that. Sometimes you actually want the dog to associate discomfort with something. Dog goes and tries to get in the trash can. You don't say no. You correct the heck out of the dog very firmly with a remote collar. Now the dog becomes afraid of the trash can or afraid of opening up the trash can. That's a good thing. I want the dog to think the trash can is hot. I want the dog to think that eating poop is, is hot. I want the dog to think that um, jumping up on counters is hot. I actually want the dog to, quote unquote, be afraid of those things. But whenever I'm going to apply a punisher, if I say the word no, this conversation that the dog will think that the thing they were staring at is 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 going to it cause the harm it's like no that if you properly train the dog with what no means they won't think that they'll know their action was wrong how do we know this because we've tested this theory tens of thousands of times and it keeps working over and over and over again so that that's how we know that it's that it's correct and that's why we that's why we give out that advice and that is why we practice that advice and whenever anybody says um, a comment like that, I say, well, how many times have you done that and you've seen the results that you're seeing? Or did you just hear that? Because that's, that narrative is very, very popular to be out there. That narrative is very popular to be out there. But that narrative is wrong. It's, it's, it's 100% false. Next. Um, Salgobun said, I think it's far more ethical to correct a dog than to continue to allow it to practice an unsafe behavior to the dog or to the human. Oh my God. It's, it's, it's ethical. It's life-saving. It's, mm -hmm. it's money. It's money-saving. It's, it's, it's everything. Peace of mind. I mean, and, and it's so funny because we've got two state of minds to be considering here. We, when you have got a dog say that it's got, um, an OCD behavior, or you have got a dog that's barking and being reactive at everything it sees. That dog is not have going to be mentally stable. Like the walks are not going to be fun for the dog. And they're going to be horrific for the owner. So when you eliminate that behavior, now there are dogs, like for instance, Theo and Bo, when they were out on walks, lunging and barking at everything, I got they were probably having a great time doing it. They probably were. It was such a well-practiced behavior. That's all they knew. But now, they're actually more relaxed, more peaceful, and the owners are thrilled. Next. Um, let's see. Shay said, how do you best correct fixation on walks when I don't have a bonker? No, correct with high-level sim. Should add her prong corrections don't seem to do the trick yeah. in all cases. Not necessarily high-level, the right level. It's not always high. Everything's not high level. No, you just have to figure out what the right level is. What is the right level? You'll figure that out. But fixation, though, is the loading stage of the, which is the precursor to the unwanted behavior. So we get that all the time. This almost goes back to the 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 um, the thing is we can have a dog that barks at other dogs. Stop that, and the dog is not going to like be aggressive towards that dog now. Mm. So. 
one more thing. Next. Frank says, hello, why do puppies and young dogs eat poop? Because they can. I feel like they do it at every age, though. They it can. Doesn't matter. Yeah. Yeah, adult dogs do it, too. So I don't know why. You know, it's this this narrative that something's missing from their um, from from them. I'm going to say bullshit on that. What's missing? Poop. The nutritional value of poop. <laughs> I can't. Is there something in the poop? Is there something in the poop? The, an ingredient in the poop that's missing? Poop is what historically it's waste. It comes out of their system. So if any now there there if it, there obviously probably is some sort of internal chemicals that are also added to that chemical and digestive fluid you know what I mean fluid bacteria whatever yeah but but I'm not sure why but I know how to stop it remote collar on your dog dog goes to eat poop correct it make it suck so how do you stop the dog from eating poop you make it suck to eat poop next but and that goes down and everyone will say well you can add this add that add that I say bullshit on that too what like. Oh, excuse me, Mr. Bear. Excuse me, Coyote. Eat this. Uh, can, you, can you eat this pineapple and pumpkin for me, yeah. please? Put this cayenne pepper no, in your poop you, real quick. You make the poop, you make eating of poop just a, 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 a high, high infraction, high level infraction. It's a good way for a dog to pick up parasites, too. Yeah, oh, it's terrible. It's oh, yeah. It's a good way to end up in the ER. Next. GB Buck said, oh, my God, I'm so loving this. It's not been my experience. What Jeff said has been my experience. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Avi said, I helped my cousin move here from Baltimore. We were in the city with a van. Fun. Yikes. In Baltimore? Oh. No, moved to New Jersey from Baltimore. Oh, yeah. So in Baltimore. Oh, in Baltimore. Oh. Make sure they've got lots of weapons. Rebecca said, hi, J&J. Always happy to start my week listening to the show. Oh, great. Glad to be glad to start your week off. Um. Frenchie mom said, Jeff, she's seven, not a puppy. Oh, puppy okay. in the house. Oh, still, same rules apply. Did I call her a puppy? Okay, same rules. So you're seven, you're just replace the word. If I said the word puppy, replace the word puppy with seven year old. Yeah. Now check for medical, check for medical, see if there's any worms, see if there's any um, parasites. Check medical, bring a, bring a poop sample in to make sure you got every, you clear medical. But it's just, it happens. It happens. Next. Ducey said, it's at the point now that I only have to say no to bad behavior now and it stops. I'm in the UK and I need to sleep. Just wanted to give some love and thanks before I stop. All right. Good night. Get some sleep. Get some rest. Thank you, UK. We love the UK. Marianne, I also use squirrels to practice the leave it command and come command when fixated. Yep. How do you stop the fixation overall? Because you're right, mentally she fixates, but has good impulse control. Yeah, yeah. So number one, kudos to you for putting that impulse control on, but still now let's get the mental thing. That's with the remote collar. That's what folks don't understand about shock collars. They can be used for so much. You can fully off-leash train a dog. You can teach a puppy obedience with gentle very gentle. It's paired with food. It's the same concept as using leash. You know, you can stop unwanted behaviors and you can work on the dog's state of mind. So many dogs that are afraid, stressed, anxious, separation anxiety, all those things the remote collar is wonderful for. Most people just don't know how to do it. They just don't know how to do it. So many people have these just wild imaginations on how it's done with a remote collar with actually sitting down and talking to somebody or watching an educational video on the step-by-step ways that you fix it. And that's what's missing. That is what is missing. Most people don't do research. They just don't do research. And the research is out there if they are interested Next. Joyful Dog Services said superstitious associations. Sometimes you do want to make them afraid of objects. Otherwise, that's what our marker words are for. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yep. Exactly. That's what that's, that's like. That's where knowing how to train a dog and not knowing how to train a dog makes a difference. But that's why like, with Mimi's situation, we're like, we need to like, we almost need to see it because you might be like, your timing might be off. Like, why is your dog continuing to growl? Like, there's something... That could be missing. Timing, marker. Yep. Maybe you are going a little bit too fast too soon. Like, I just need to, I don't know. I feel like I need to see it. Um, you might want to schedule a consult, Mimi, because then you can record it and Jeff can, like, walk you through. Yeah, 
Like you can get video of it happening. Timing, well. there's a lot. Timing is a lot to do with a lot of this. And this is where just knowing how to um, knowing how to train a dog in general, understanding basic concepts and training are so important. Are just so important. No matter what, even no matter how you train, if you don't believe in e-collars, fine. If you believe in reward only, fine. That's okay. If you only believe in reward only, you can still train your dog up to a certain point. You're not going to stop a lot of unwanted behaviors, though. You're just not. So, I mean, these, we were just talking about the other day, those schnauzers, mm -hmm. if they went to a reward-based trainer only, they didn't believe in corrections, they wouldn't have made it very far. Oh, my God. Be they, wouldn't have made it, they wouldn't have made it very far at all. Mm -hmm. Because... Like it just doesn't work when you've got a dog that's so reactive and so strung out and so practicing with their bad behaviors. It's like you need to stop stuff. You need to yeah. stop stuff. Yep, next. Cheryl said, Jeff, speaking of Fritz has been doing great not eating his poop until today. I watched Ponder taking a bite. I stepped out uh, of his sight and he went in for a snack. I lit so, his ass up. That's so disgusting. Yikes. Yeah. That's the one thing. One thing I don't like about a dog's doing, not that I like them biting or anything like that, but it's like, that's one, because they can just, they can get sick, so sick. Yeah. They just can so get disgusting. so sick. They can just get so sick. Let's see. Shay said, same, our girl now has much better impulse control around squirrels, but still need to address the fixation in some cases. E-collar yeah. has helped a lot. E-collar e is, is, is the number one thing to stop that with. Next. Ronnie said, thank you for your answer, Jeff. But I fixed the same stuff without e-collar, as Mimi mentioned, but with different methods. I don't do positive training, just balance. So, yeah, you can – there's a lot of things you don't need. I mean, yeah, you don't need e-collar, e e but e-collar is just an incredible tool. We can stop it without an e-collar too, you know? But an e-collar is just a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful tool. It absolutely is. There's many punishers that you can use. Many, many. Next. Mm. But then there's also time and efficiency. You know, e-collar training is laborious, but it can be very, very efficient. Next. Frank said, I've heard that adding things to their diet can help, like green beans or pumpkin. So this is the thing, Frank. This is the thing. I've heard that too. I've heard, I've heard it all. So whatever anyone's going to say, I, I really hear anything that I haven't heard before. You know, I mean, I've been podcasting for 16 years and, and radio shows. So I've heard a lot and then working with dogs and then also just watching, you know, stuff. But the problem is, let's say that does work with that dog. How about all your other dogs you have and how about other people's dogs and how about all the wild animals out there? Because when we walk in the woods, there's shit everywhere from multiple animals. Mm-hmm. You need to make the act of eating poop bad. Now, if your dog does have a mineral deficiency, that's another situation. Right. That's but a whole green beans and pumpkin aren't going to fix that. But problem. but even if they did, but there's also other things you can do. So, for instance, we have a wonderful ebook, and um, uh, if you go to solidcaninetraining.com, go to the shop, the online shop. The first thing that pops up is this ebook. It's 19 bucks. How to teach your dogs teach your dogs how to start your dogs on the raw diet but it also goes into it you can also do a, pri a private consult with tom about um the, the basic you know vitamins nutrients additives that will be help your dog i mean every day i add about 12 different supplements to my dog's raw diet mm. so there's there's lots of things that you know you can do but even a dog that has a balanced diet and you're meeting all the nutritional needs, will they still eat poop? And there's millions of dogs out there that you feed them crap food that doesn't meet any of their nutritional needs, basically. Mm -hmm. And they don't eat poop. And they don't eat poop. It's a behavior. It's, a be it's, a, so, it's, yeah. an, it's an unwanted behavior. Next. Snuggle Bun said, just curious how you would teach a young puppy not to eat poop since they wouldn't be on remote. Just restrict access until they're old enough. You bonk them. You well, bonk usually them. most puppies we keep on a leash outside. Yeah. We're not allowed you'd have, you'd have control. You'd have, yeah, you don't want to usually let a young puppy off leash because, number one, you, you don't want to be playing keep away from them either. Right. Yeah. 
Jay Drink Walter. So Jay and Jay, I have another seasonal question. I usually take my dog on a 25 minute walk in the winter. When I push it to 40, the dog starts limping a leg from the cold ground. Is like 25 minutes the safe zone? Oh, I don't know. I, I, I don't know what the minutes are, but is it limping because it's got an, an underlying injury? You might have like arthritis or something yeah. maybe with the cold. Yep. You can... But if the dog starts limping. I'd have that checked out. Then don't push it to 40. Yeah. Just do 25. Do 25. Yeah. But I would still have that checked out. Yeah. I'd still have that checked out. Yeah. Best. Shay says, for timing corrections, if your dog reacts randomly and you aren't prepared, is it better to wait until the next opportunity or so you correct a few seconds too late? Or do you correct a few seconds it, too late? It all depends on your marker. It all depends on your marker. But a lot of times, once a dog has gone into the, into the, you know, the reactive zone, it's almost too late. You just got to like grab the, you know, hold on to the leash and just move. And then you set it up. That's why we set up so many unwanted behaviors so we can teach the dog not to do them. There's so many, like, first we put a really strong baseline on the dogs before we, they even go for a walk. And then we go for the walk, but it's a walk in, you know, maybe just in our front um, driveway, maybe a couple of houses down before we go on the big walk. But you want to teach your dog the concept of what no is in other different situations, in other situations. Next. Um, Shay also said, for context, our girl is in a down in her bed and will randomly lunge at the baby gate when our other dog walks up unannounced, but not always. Very unpredictable. So you might be missing the loading stage. So let's go this, let's, let's try this out. When you, when the dog comes up, the other dog comes up to the baby gate. First of all, you try to set it up as much as you can. If the dog comes up to the baby gate and all of a sudden the other dog, say, picks up its head and stares at it, you can correct that. You can correct that. Yep. So if it's so random, though, you just have to keep setting it up, setting it up, setting it up. But I would also say there are so many other things besides the baby gate issue that you can be holding your dog accountable for and training your dog as well and then proofing your dog on those things. You would be surprised... You would be surprised how many unwanted behaviors just go away when you work on some of your core um, obedience stuff and the proofing of it. And maybe you pick one unwanted behavior and you correct for that. You'd be surprised how a lot of stuff just disappears because it's your, your dog is learning that what's acceptable, what's not. How does it know all of a sudden that, you know, fence fighting is bad when you've never actually stopped it from fence fighting? Bo and um, Theo were huge fence fighters. We couldn't get them to fence fight. We couldn't get them to fence fight. So we couldn't stop them from fence fighting. We tried to set it up numerous times. They wouldn't do it. Next. Lee says, I can walk my dog past any dog without a reaction. When it comes to one particular dog, it goes out the window. Yeah. My dog hates this dog's energy. It's always on the end of its leash, barking and lunging at us. No matter what I do, I can't get her to stop caring about this dog. Yeah. I've corrected her on 100 on the remote. Every time she sees this dog, she just gets so aroused. Once yeah. it starts on the end of the leash, oh, yeah. oh, lunging, yeah. she starts it too. Yeah. The only dog this happens with. Yeah. Don't you hate that? <laughs> Don't you hate that? Yeah. Dogs definitely can react to that energy so what i would do is what we what we do is you got to set it up believe it or not i would actually stop that person and say hey can we like set this up please <laughs> they'll probably say no unfortunately because they're gonna be like no i don't want my dog constantly lunging on the leash i'm trying to get out of here but you're, you're probably missing the loading stage again going back to loading there's a precursor look that your dog is doing the thought process your dog is doing now it's probably a predictable thing because your dog's like, oh, that's the lunging dog. I'm going to lunge. So you need to shut it down probably way before you're doing it now. Way before you're doing it now. Next. Marianne, you're right. The e-caller has done so many wonders for my dog. And hence, she has earned the off-leash freedom and being able to chase squirrels. We'll definitely try this method when too fixated. Yeah. Yeah, I would say. Because, like, I do the same thing with my dog, Wes. Oh, yeah, with birds and birds, him, too. Like, go get it. Then he can go chase. But you better freaking recall but then when we walk past, no, you can't be staring at it the whole time. Just yeah. give them a little reminder on the remote. Yeah. I think it's important that your dog understands the rules. Yeah. It's like so different than in a way, it's so different than doing bite work. Mm -hmm. It's like 
you better not be like you can do bite work with an aggressive dog because bite work is a game aggression is real so you can actually do that you can play tug with your aggressive dog but you got to make sure you got a plan of action first to like address the aggression yeah yeah next and if you use the same like word like Wes when I say go get it that's like his he knows like oh shit what am I chasing yeah he'll like look for stuff yeah he doesn't even fucking know he's like what, what, what is it let's just go pick up a stick I've like charged those words so Cheryl thank you Jeff and Joelle you validated quite a lot of what I've been doing and I've learned so much more on this podcast thanks that's what we're doing what's we're here for John, hi, Jeff and Joelle. My first live. Using your methods saved my daughter's dog from going to the pound. He now walks on a loose leash, stays in place, doesn't bark anymore, etc. All in two weekends. Wow. Wow. That's amazing. Good for you. So happy for you. That's good. It's great. It's great when folks have breakthroughs, you know? Mm-hmm. It's great when people see success. I, you know what it is? And I think... I think if more folks had higher expectations of their dog and their dog's behavior, that they actually would just see better results. Yeah. Because a lot of it is mental. I mean, you still got to do the work. You still got to know how to do the training. But if you increase, the way the universe really works is if you, if you increase, it's like manifesting, you know? If you increase your expectations, you'd be surprised how far you go. Next. Um, Shay said, thanks. Agreed. Proofing is so important. Oh, and I yeah. think we were missing a lot of this before. You can't, well, I couldn't say, I mean, you can't overproof, you know, to the point where it's like, okay, but proofing, proofing in a structured, you do it in a structured way. And then just being with your dog out and about is proofing, but we proof dogs. It looks like teasing to a lot of people, but it's like, no, we're just proofing the dog for as many situations as possible. So when that situation does arise, like, you get the results that you're hoping for. Next. Marianne's giving my dog corrections for bad behavior, whether e-collar, my body pressure, or my voice has helped my dog greatly. She knows what's expected of her and respects me more now that she clearly understands what's good and what's bad. So clear for her. Yeah. That's because it works. Congratulations. That's because it works. Like the people have got to, you know, people, this conversation out there that you don't need to correct your dog is bullshit. I'm sorry. It is utter, utter, utter bullshit. It's, it, it, is, it is the biggest crock of shit, the biggest lie out there. Folks that are pandering this stuff are just like, like, let me see the results. Here, here's an aggressive dog. Here's a leash reactive dog. And they'll be like, oh, I don't need to correct it. And, and fine, film a session. And either they didn't get results or they got results. But I'm like, by the way, you did correct the dog, just to let you know. You used, you, you used punishment, and that's not a bad thing. Like, we have got to stop thinking that applying a punisher to your dog is bad. And I, and I don't humanize things, but could you imagine if your kid went through school and, ne- and only getting A's and, and always be told what they're doing is right and never be told what they did was wrong? That's a society we're living in right now. Talk to any high school teacher right now. They'll tell you what a hellhole their classrooms are. Parenting, same thing. Right well, kindergartners are probably fun, but just you know, that's why that's why we you know we homeschool. Yeah, you know, so we know what's going into our kids' mind. Next, GB Box says, "I know I keep learning, and it is so great. I think I was in a rut. Now I'm having fun again. The clients are walking away with more tools. Good for you. Proud of you, Graham. That's awesome." Um, joyful dog services. A trainer said today not to punish until the dog commits to making the mistake. What if the arousal usually no. leads to a mistake 99% yeah. of the yeah. time? Yeah. I'm sorry, but that person is, I don't want to even know who that person is because it's not, it's not personal. It's, it's, it's philosophical. It's protocol. No, you can correct a dog for thinking about do, making a mistake at the beginning. Eventually, see, people have to understand the, the, the cadence in which the training is the protocol. Your first goal is to stop the unwanted behavior. Your second goal is to stop the thinking about the unwanted behavior. The third goal is to let the dog decide and give it a chance. Are you going to make the right decision or the wrong decision? So you're thinking about it, but you didn't do it without any input from us. 
bingo. We taught you how to think for yourself. But there's like, these are steps. There's, there's steps. Like everything has a step. That's why on this podcast, it's like we're talking about a lot of in-depth theories, but we can't talk about it in depth because we don't have the time. Next. Jeannie says the excitement and passion in your voice is wonderful tonight. Oh. Okay. <laughs> Love Just, it. Well, thank you. This is all usually, don't I usually like this? I think so. Yeah. Ronnie says, I would like to know why some dogs are feeling insecure or aggressive if another dog sniffs them from the back. Oh, the back. Oh, yeah. Stupid question, but sniffing no. from the front was okay. No, no, no. It's not stupid. My dog. He's okay. No, it's not stupid at all. Oh, so many dogs. So, so many dogs. Even, we'll go even farther. I mean, farther. We'll go. How many? Yeah, I'm sure, Ronnie, you've seen this. Dogs in a downstay. A human or a dog walks behind it. It gets all nervous. Right? It gets all nervous. So calm. All they're doing is walking by it. Walking in front, dog's fine. Walking in back, not so fine. Insecurity, was it fear? Is it just uncertainty? Is it just lack of confidence? Is it you have a skittish dog? And then the sniffing, a lot of dogs were never properly um, educated on how to um, socialize. So we see that a lot. We see it a real lot. We're making a whole course on this. So by the way. we actually teach dogs how to properly accept ass sniffing. We'll literally hold them and be yeah. like, "Someone's gonna come sniff your ass." Yep, One, we do. Two, three. Okay, yep. we're done. Yep, and and you don't even have to tip afterwards. You know, so. <laughs> and then we'll hold them and be like, "Okay, sniff yep. their butt." So, One, two, three. Yep, okay. dogs need dogs, but then there's a protocol to it though. There is, yeah. It's like for how long at the beginning, and then for longer, and then you have to start recognize loading in the dog. There's so many things, but we teach dogs literally how to properly socialize. There's dogs that don't know how to play properly, how to greet properly, mm -hmm. how to be greeted properly, how to um, ignore things. You know, there's, there's so many things, so many things. And I'm, I, what I'm seeing is, is more and more dogs who don't have the skill set to know what to do with another dog. Mm -hmm. They don't know what to do with another dog. So, um, but the back end is just, you know, and then, but, 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 but Ronnie, and also there are dogs that don't want their face licked. They don't like it. It annoys them, especially from puppies, especially from puppies, puppy to adult dog. They don't like it. It's like, ah, too much energy, too much energy, too much excitement, you know, um, but some dogs are good. Some dogs tolerate it good. Some dogs enjoy it. Some dogs, you know, mutually will participate in it. So next. Um, it's 8.02 already. Oh, is it so really? we'll start wrapping it up. Oh, Mary, okay. Mary says, what are your thoughts on littermate syndrome? I don't believe in it. We talked about this. Um, did we talk about it on the last podcast or the podcast before? No, we were talking about it with Theo and Bozo. Yeah, I don't, I don't believe in littermate syndrome. Um, because, and I'll tell you why. You, you can get two. I, I, what it is is lack of training. Yeah. It's all lack of training. And you can get two dogs from different litters that are similar in age, put them together at the same age, like put them together when they're young, and now you have littermate syndrome. Quote, positive. You have what they call littermate syndrome, but they're not from the same litter. What it, it, you can have two dogs that are two years apart, put them together, and then take one for a walk, leave the other one at home. Yep. So it's whining. Littermate syndrome. No. What it is is it's lack of training. Mary said, thank you. It, Neither do I. Yep. I agree. It's lack, of, it's lack of training. Yeah. It's all lack of training. I do not believe in littermate syndrome. I think that's a cop-out for lack of training. Yeah. And I think it's a way that the, the trainers can make things seem things complicated, so complicated. And, and maybe more expensive. And you're going to struggle. And maybe because they don't have the skill set to stop it. So anybody that says littermate syndrome is real and it's hard to stop, present me with those dogs, I'll stop it. That's usually a red flag right there. Actually. I'll stop it. Red flag. I'll stop it. Yeah. Usually when people say that, what it means is they can't stop it. They don't know how to stop it. And there's things that I can't do. Can't do agility. Can't do sport. Can't do trick training. Can't do bite work. There's a lot of things I can't do. I don't know how to... My dogs just jump off docks. They love to swim. But I don't, and I know how to teach a dog how to swim. I have three videos on that. But I don't know how to officially teach dock diving, like for right. height and distance. I don't know how to do that. Next. GB Bucks says, my husband is a teacher. It used to be my child is failing. Parents came down on the kid. Now it's to the teacher, why is my child failing? It's so screwed up. Because your child's not processing the yeah, information the teacher though is what i'm saying you know it's the, yeah it's the teacher's fault it's like it's the teacher's fault it's like oh 
So the student who's fucking about in class, smoking pot, coming right. in hungover. But that's totally how I feel like a lot of parents are today. Oh, wait until I do that interview with um, with Becky. Is she going to do it? I haven't. We haven't connected yet. Oh. But you want to talk about yeah. you want to talk about collegiate sports? Oh my gosh, it's horrific what's going on in collegiate sports right now. Horrific. Yeah. Oh my God, Shay says there's groups out there that will say it's littermate syndrome and the situation is hopeless. You will need one will need to be rehomed or euthanized. Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ. So That's it's so intense. So there's so it's so funny. There's Damn. there's groups out there that are suggesting that a dog should be killed for a very fixable. And I will use the word fixable because it is eliminated. Therefore it is fixed. For something that's easy, I bonk a dog with a cotton towel, I get hundreds and hundreds of thousands of death threats. My life is literally, like, threatened. My family's life is threatened. I'm all over the news. That shit was wild. But now you have a group right there that says kill a dog because it has an easily stoppable behavior. The irony is incredible. Why Why isn't the world coming down on these people? Oh, but gosh, stop a dog from being aggressive with a cotton towel. We're going to we're going to we're going to burn your house down. Kill a dog. Yay. Yeah, it's fucked. so fucked. It's so if people only knew what really goes on in dog training, you'd be appalled. Yeah. All right. Yeah. You'd be appalled. It's disgusting. Yes. Next. Um. John says, my daughter had been to the big box stores, trainers with zero results. Then she asked me for help, and I used your methods of success. Yeah. Look at that. Not not our methods, but just proper dog training protocol. Proper dog training protocol. Yeah, we're just really loud about it. We're loud. Betty on Rumble says hello. Hey, Hey, Betty. Betty. Thanks for joining Rumble. Hey, Betty. Join if you want to join Rumble, rumble.com slash solid canine training. Avi says, I can't wait for my interview. Is Avi on the show? Avi, you haven't connected with me. <laughs> All right. On that note, it's 807. Oh shit. All right. Gotta put the chickens we away. Gotta put those chickens away, my poor girls. All right. Everybody have a fantastic night. We'll I'll see everybody tomorrow morning. Um, and I will see uh, we will see everybody on Wednesday. Don't forget to go to Solid Canine Academy, Solid Canine Academy. And we've got some fantastic courses there. You can purchase coaching from there. Join our free mailing list there. And um, make sure you like and share the show. Love you all. Good night, everyone. Love Love you all.